Welcome to We Got Goals, a podcast by asweatlife.com on which we talk to high achievers about their goals. I'm Gina Anderson Cohen. I'm the founder and CEO of A Sweat Life. And with me today, I am very excited to have Sally Mueller. She is the co-founder and CEO of Womanness. Sally, thank you for joining me. Please tell us all about the wonderful things that you make at Womanness. Yeah. Well, thank you. This is an honor to be on your podcast. Love talking about goals. Um, So Womanist is all about modernizing menopause and providing innovative products, information, and inspiration to women. And, you know, we're very focused on making sure our products are clinically proven. They've all been doctor tested. So we really feel incredibly, you know, passionate about our products, but equally as important is really education and making sure that women feel informed as they go through this important transition in their life. And and you and I got a chance to chat probably a month ago. We'll say, we'll call it a month. Why not? Uh, A month ago. And I got to hear your story. You are a big hitter. This is, womanness is not your first ball game. You've been working with big brands for a long time Mm -hmm. and you were at Target for a while. So can you talk us through your career and how it led you to found this incredible brand you're building? Thank you. Yes. It's, um, it's a long career. It's about 35 years of uh, being in retail and brand building. So I've been able and had the fortunate uh, opportunity to do a lot of amazing things. So I spent the first 25 years um, at Target and I was in merchandising for the first part of my career. And then the second part of my career, I was in marketing. So really got involved in, you know, the brand, the bullseye brand, I mean, just the overall master brand of Target, as well as their designer program, which was all about bringing affordable design to the masses. Um, So my time at Target really taught me a lot about running a business because of the merchandising experience and, you know, understanding trend curve and white spaces and all those things that are so important to building successful brands. And then in marketing, I learned a lot about, obviously, the communication of those brands and how to create brand love and that emotional connection with the consumer. So after um, leaving Target, I started my own business, which was one of my goals, was to start my own business and really leverage all of my experience and connections that I built uh, while at Target. And... um, Started my own business, really focused on helping brands either succeed at retail or helping other, you know, founders create brands. And so I did that for a number of years and found myself in a really interesting opportunity with the Who What Where brand and the two founders of Who What Where, Catherine and Hillary. Um, so we came together, um, my own business and their company, to really bring Who What Where from a digital like media company into a line of very successful fashion. And we launched it at Target in 2016 and still there today. And then while I was also, I ended up joining Click. So I closed down my own business, uh, went to work for Click, became their chief brand officer and had some amazing success while I was there. Um, helped incubate Verst, which is a clean skincare brand. So I learned a lot about the beauty industry, how to set up, you know, the entire, you know, um, obviously the, the supply chain, the product development piece, and then obviously the, 
the storytelling around that. Um, so that was something that um, I'm very proud of. And the team that, that worked for me to really make that happen was pretty incredible. So, um, so this, all of these different experiences really led me to Woman S. And um, Woman S was really born out of like my own personal story as well, because I had you know, obviously some symptoms going through menopause. I knew I was in menopause, but I didn't really realize that what I was experiencing was so directly related to menopause. I just thought, oh, I happen to, you know, have these issues, but didn't really connect the two dots and found myself in a doctor's appointment at the Mayo Clinic. And the doctor was super gracious and said, oh my gosh, Sally, all of, you know, so many patients of mine have the same issue and really recommended a certain number of products for me to try. They were like vaginal, you know, vaginal dryness products and different products. And I went home that night and looked at all the products she recommended. And I thought, no disrespect to her taste. I just did not connect with those products. I mean, the names were foreign to me. (laughs) The packaging seemed very outdated. I felt like there was this huge opportunity to reinvent a category that was going to help women go through menopause. So that was that was really the start of it. And um, and then my co-founder, Michelle, and I connected in New York, and she was really inspired not only by my personal story, but her story was that she was, you know, making a lot of career changes. She felt like there were a lot of women in her age group in their 40s and 50s that were leaving their corporate jobs and really wanting to be inspired. And learn from other women and just do something that they always wanted to do, kind of take all the wisdom that we had learned and put that towards something that we were passionate about. And so we felt like Womanist was not only going to be about product, but also about, again, education and the inspiration that women are looking for. You're doing it all. You are doing (laughs) it all. And it's it's so fun to hear you talk about all those brands you've built and have been a part of along the way, because it each one of them, it sounds like added a piece of knowledge that you're now using for right. this company you're building too. Right. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. You always learn so much. Every day I'm learning so much that, you know, I can con- continue to apply to Woman S, but who knows what's after Woman S, right? I can't even get that far. Um, but you do learn so much, whether it's like how to set up the right supply chain or, the marketing and how to work with different, you know, types of retailers, you know, each retailer has their own, you know, set of um, goals and, and ways of working. So you do learn so much every single time you go through this process. I would come straight to you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have all the answers, but I can definitely um, give people advice or point them in the right direction. So you have enough of them. So behind you, um, if you're watching this podcast uh, Mm -hmm. versus listening, so behind Sally, she has an assortment and array of products. You're making a lot of, a lot of things to help a woman on her journey. Can you talk through some of them before we jump into the big questions? Yeah. So we are, we built a line really around the major symptoms of menopause and we chose, you know, uh, changing skin is a big symptom. A lot of women, well, almost every woman goes through a lot of just skin changes during menopause because of the loss of estrogen. So we have um, seven different SKUs just in skin and body. 
Uh, our most famous one is Let's Neck, which is a neck and decollete serum, which is great with this cooling rolling ball. Um, but we really chose to focus on products that would help kind of problem areas. So the neck or the eye, we have an eye opener, which is for around the eye or a body cream that's really supercharged with hyaluronic acid and other great ingredients because your skin changes all over your body. And then we have two supplements. One is um, called Mino Pause, which is a really fun name because um, we're all about not pausing. And that is a all around uh, menopause supplement. So it's chocked full with great ingredients like pycnogenol, which is a clinically proven ingredient to help with circulation and hot flashes, um, night sweats, um, as well as ashwagandha for mood. So there's different, you know, ingredients for the different symptoms, kind of the overall general symptoms that women go through. And then the other supplement is called active glow, which is for hair, skin, and nails and joints because your joints really change as well during menopause. So not only does your hair change in your skin, but your joints do as well. So two incredible supplements. And then we have um, three products that are really for sexual wellness and kind of the vaginal area. Um, so we have a vibrator that's doing extremely well um, called Gold Vibes. We have a Daily V Soothe, which is a vaginal moisturizer. And then we have kind of all over wipes. Um, and you can buy these at Target or womanist.com. And then we have um, our last category is kind of a smaller category, but it's still important, which is personal care. So we are selling incontinence pads that are called go-go liners. It's for women that are on the go that have maybe light incontinence, which is very common as well during menopause. So again, it's 13 products across four major categories and everything is under $40. So I could talk about this all day because I want to make a Grace and Frankie reference, the show yeah. Grace and um, yeah. but we don't, have, we don't have enough time for that, but I'll make it quick. <laughs> On Grace and Frankie, um, the two main characters are postmenopausal and they create a, a lube that's all natural and a, right. and a vibrator, um, which is delightful because they're, they're badasses, Jane Fonda. Yes, Hello. yes exactly. Um, so let's jump in. Talk to me, Sally. Tell me about a big goal that you set and accomplished, how you got there and why it was important to you. Yeah, I mean, I think going from a big corporate machine like target to owning my own business. So owning my own business was a goal of mine in this, you know, this is 10 years ago. And I still can't believe that I started my own business and left this great job at target. Uh, but it was really the best thing for me to do at that point. I was 45. I felt like either I was going to do it now, or it would be too late to start my own business and take that risk. So, um, but what got me there, I think was just this you know, fierceness, this, you know, desire to, to do something on my own and learn some new skills. Because as, even though you're learning a lot in, in a corporate environment, you have teams that do so much of the work. And so I remember that first year in business where I had to learn so much about just actually doing some of the work and not just leading the work. Um, and I think it makes you a better leader in the end to have that empathy, right? Where you know what it takes to actually get something done and you remember how to do something, not just direct 
the, the project, but you really actually understand how to get it done. I think it, it gives you a lot of transferable skills that you can use across the board. So, um, so that I think was one of my big goals. Obviously, Woman S has been my most recent huge goal. Um, but you know that story. So yeah. Well, it's it's fun to think about leaving Target to start your own thing too, because it's yeah, it's it's sort of like the bird in hand scenario. You knew right. what you had, you knew right. what was there, and it was nothing is certain, but it's certain. Um right. Right. you had a, yeah, you a exactly you have all this experience and no one can take that away from you. Um, but it is it is scary to kind of leave something that's you know, such a great, you know, in this case, it's such a great company and you have such friends and network built up to start something completely from scratch where you have, I had no clients even when I started. I had a business plan to some extent. I knew what I was going to stand for, what I was not going to, you know, take on. Um, but I, you know, almost like building a brand, you have to know what you're going to stand for. What are your services? What, you know, what's your position in the market? So I had that figured out, but I didn't, I didn't really have any clients. So, um, but it, it worked out. I mean, the first, the first year or two, I had enough business to really, you know, financially do fine. And, and it, it was a really good confidence builder for sure. So I encourage people to take risks and, you know, it's never too late. You know, I felt back then I was only 45 and I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm old. I, I need to do this now. I felt the sense of urgency to do it. Um, now looking back 45, oh my gosh, was so young, <laughs> but yeah. And, and it, I, I think it's really interesting too, because you talk about taking risks and the timing of it too. There's always a reason not to do the big yeah, thing. Yeah. There's always, there's always some kind of fear. Can you think back to anyone who either didn't support you on that journey or anyone who did support you on that journey? Cause those messages that people like send to you or say to you can be really impactful and scary. I know. Um, I remember when I had decided to resign I remember a couple of people close to me said, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe it. What are you going to do? And I'm like, don't worry. <laughs> it's not that they didn't believe in me. It was just so risky. You know, it's so, it's so risky. Um, but I think times have changed since then. I think there's a lot more movement that people are excited about in their careers and they're taking a lot more risks, um, especially the younger generation, right? It's, you know, they're, they're moving around to different companies, different experiences, and it's making them better in the long run. So um, things have really changed, you know, in the last 10 years to make it a lot more easy, I think, and, you know, just more exciting to be able to move around in your career and get these different learning moments too. Yeah. And th there's just so much more information too, right. between like podcasts and blogs and YouTube. Exactly. Yeah, forums where you can learn from other, you know, other founders or small business owners or whatever you want to go into. There's just, you know, with the network, all these digital networks, you know, Clubhouse or all of these different ways to connect with other like-minded executives, I think has really opened the door. So, yeah. Um, okay. I'm really excited to talk about the future with you. Sally, tell me, what is a big goal that you're setting for the future and how do you plan to get there? Yeah. I mean, I would say my biggest goal is to make 
womaness, just a powerhouse women's wellness company and be really known for obviously women over 50 menopause. You know, when you think of menopause, hopefully you're thinking something positive and you're thinking about womaness. So that kind of mind share is really, really important um, as a goal. And, um, you know, we, we want to, I, I would just say, be incredibly successful where we're selling across the board, our skincare, our supplements and sexual wellness products and anything else we come up with, um, you know, so making sure that it's um, really resonating from a, from a product standpoint is, is something that's super, super important. Obviously just want to be financially successful and, um, and then also just make sure that our message continues to evolve and stay relevant. Cause I do think the younger consumer coming up is going to expect a lot more from us than even my, our, our current customer in terms of just like opening up the conversation. You know, I think younger millennials or millennials or older millennials right now want to talk more openly about these taboo topics like menopause. So it's going to look very different in the next five years. I'm excited for it too, Sally. When you and I yeah. chatted our, our first time, um, I we started talking about just conversations people were having about menopause in general. Yeah. Sweat Life had a, a panel a couple months back that was mostly focused on fertility, but then people had so many questions on menopause um, because it's just not something um, I had never talked to my mom about it. I didn't know what age she had gone through it at, and I didn't know what age her mother had gone through menopause at. So it's it's just something that people are starting to talk about more. And that, because it's been lived in so much silence, it's been a vastly underserved market, um, which is a huge opportunity for you, right? Right, right. Very underserved. Um there's 50 million women right now, just in the US alone, going through menopause. And you know, it's, it's growing. It's the percent of the population that's aging is growing. Right. So it's like a double whammy. Plus this generation is really the most active, you know, they're spending, they're the wealthiest, healthiest, most active generation to date. So they're very into self-care and, um, wanting to really invest in feeling better you know, so that's why I think our timing is really, really good for launching in 2021 because it's so top of mind, obviously. Yeah. I, and I, I was so taken by, I know you shared with me that your, your creams for face and neck are so good, um, mm -hmm. that younger people are finding out about them too, yes. right? Yes, absolutely. You can use our products, even if you're not a menopause, um, we have a lot of younger customers for sure. We know that delightful. we have, you know, younger people on our team too, that are using our products. <laughs> That's amazing. And, and with so many products used, is there anything else you want to develop anywhere else you want to be? Is there like a dream retailer you're working on now besides Target, obviously? Yeah. I mean, I think we, we want to go where our customer is shopping. So follow, really follow almost her pattern and her shopping behavior. So she's obviously shopping more and more online. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we see that in our business. She, she's really, you know, she has no problem shopping right on the brand website, you know, which is really fun because then you get to know the customer so intimately mm -hmm. and, um, 
you know, when you're, when you're working with these different retailers, it's, it's great for brand awareness and it really helps make our product accessible, but you don't own that customer relationship. So the website is really important for us because, or any, any brand, right. We all want to own that, that relationship with our customer. So mm-hmm. it's definitely a combination of making sure that we succeed at, you know, not just retail channels, but also on our own website. Yeah, I love that. And I am. Um, so what, what was really interesting for me, so I saw you and I have a tangential connection. I actually used to nanny for a woman who <laughs> who knew you well, from Target. This I'm 35 now, so it was years and years ago. Um, but so I funny. saw that, it was so funny. And I saw that she posted that she had wanted to attend one of your events, which led me down a rabbit hole of oh, womanness. Okay. Um, and so after I did all of this digging, um, mm-hmm. before I reached out to you, I went to my husband and I was like, did you know <laughs> that women spend like more of their life not having their period than they do having their period? Right. And, and I've been obsessed with the idea ever since. So I can imagine how easy it was for you to be like, why is no one seeing this? Yeah. I mean, it is shocking that you spend, you know, a third of your life in menopause or postmenopausal. And, um, you know, there's been, it's, we, we say it's a desert out there, right? There's been very few product solutions that are modern and made with, you know, the best ingredients or clean mm-hmm. formulations. So, you know, that was, that was why obviously womanist was created was because it seemed like it was just a bleak, a bleak landscape. And we like that there's some new brands popping up around us, you know, because I think it helps all of us that are trying to tell mm-hmm. this menopause story to become a lot more mainstream. And, um, so like I said, I think in the next couple of years, it will look really, really different, but, um, it is amazing how much time women spend in menopause and how little their doctors even know about menopause or they are not as informed as they should be. And it's not, it's not because people like myself aren't intelligent. It's just because there's a lot of misinformation out there or you don't know who to turn to, you know, do you turn to your doctor Maybe they, you know, that doctor delivered your babies. Maybe they don't even know much about menopause, right? They're great at delivering babies, but not helping you in this next life stage. So we encourage women to really find the right doctors too, because um, we have to, we have to be an advocate for our own health. Yeah. And I I know when we first chatted, you talked about um, sort of the panel of experts. That's one Mm -hmm. helping you create information for this vibrant community you're building and also just make sure that you're sharing the right information. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So we have um, about seven or eight different experts that we've already brought in. Um, They range from Dr. Kapoor, who's an expert menopause doctor at Mayo Clinic, um, to Shannon Connery, who is a happiness expert, because you, I mean, it's not just the physical changes, right? It's also thinking about, you know, this woman and where she's at in her life and her perspective on life. And you want her mm-hmm. to live, you know, a happy, happy life. So we are bringing in these different experts, you know, sex, skin, sleep, happiness, all around menopause. And we just continue to grow those experts. And then we're doing, you know, live um, Facebook events, interviewing the experts. But 
you know, if your audience is curious about any of these different recordings that we've done, it's available on our private Facebook page, or they can obviously contact me because we've, we're really creating a lot of educational content through these interviews. Awesome. I'll share that in the show notes as well. So people okay. know where to find that. Yeah. Um, before we wrap up, I'm so curious. Um, as businesses grow, they often have to seek fundraising. And something that women often encounter, especially in, in businesses focused on women, is the answer of like, I'll, let me ask my wife. Um, so I'm, I'm curious if you've encountered that yet or are, are men getting better at this whole fundraising thing? Oh, I think we, we experienced really great support from male fund, you know, male investors. I mean, they, they love what we're doing. Yes. Maybe they have wives that are going through this. So they're personally in the journey with, with the Mm -hmm. wife and they understand it. We've had other younger male investors that their wives are definitely not going through menopause yet, but they're just passionate about what we're doing. They love the mission. They love, you know, Michelle and my experience, I think added a lot to um, the success of raising money. So we really want to dispel the myth that there's a difference between the male and the female investor in this conversation. I mean, we've had some females that didn't get it either, you know? Um, so it kind of worked both ways, but we've really ended with some really great investors that are almost equally male and female. That's incredible. It's, I mean, a hole in the market is a hole in the market, right? Exactly. Yeah. And if you're a good business man, you, you get it. Yeah. Um, before we go, we'd like to ask um, Sally, all of our guests, if there's anything that's helping them stay healthy, sane, and just really together right now, uh, anything self-care wise that you're using to get through a busy time in your life? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I would just say that I try to do some activity every day. It's really hard when you're working from home and you're on constant Zoom calls, but just do something, whether it's take it, take a walk. Um, so I try to do something every single day and I need to get better at that, you know, lifting weights or, you know, especially as you get older, your bone mass really starts to deteriorate. So it's important that you do weight lift. I also feel very strongly about mas- regular massages. <laughs> so don't feel like they're a luxury. Yes, they're expensive, but they're so important just in muscle balance and, you know, fascia and, and just kind of working through the stress. So I'm a big proponent in very consistent massages, you know, at least once a month, if not more frequent. Yeah. And human touch is also really good for your happiness yes. too. Yeah, you're right. I forget about before- that. <laughs> yeah, everyone does. I'm sitting uh, in my home office alone. <laughs> same, same. And before we go, is there anything you want listeners to know about Womaness, um, where to find you or anything else? Yeah, well, our Instagram and Facebook is my Womaness. So make sure you know that. And then it's womaness.com. We're also available, as I said, in select Target stores. And um, we have a few products on Amazon. So that's how you can find us. But just really appreciate, you know, everyone spreading the word. Even if you don't think the product line is for you right now, maybe it is for an aunt or a sister or a mom. So help spread the word about our message and um, and just the overall awareness of the brand. So Amazing. thank you. Thank you so much for joining me, Sally. Thank you. This was great. Really appreciate it.